Hello and welcome to True Crime People and Places, the podcast where we explore the world of true crime from an academic and personal perspective. I'm Linda Sage, a criminal psychologist with over four decades of experience working with some of the most dangerous individuals in the world. This is a fairly new podcast and we are developing the systems and growing our audience. So we appreciate your support and feedback. This podcast may contain discussions of violence, murder, sexual assault and other topics related to true crime. Listener discretion is advised. If you are sensitive to these topics, please be aware that this podcast may be triggering you. If at any time you feel overwhelmed or distressed, please take a break and seek support from a mental health professional or support organisation. So, morning everybody and welcome to our regular session on coercive control. My name's Lise K. Bell and with me today is Linda Sage, as usual, expert criminal psychologist. Um, we obviously approach the topic of coercive control from different angles. I look at it from uh, lived experience, but also in support of um, survivors of um, coercive control. And what about you, Linda? Yeah, my background is uh, 40 years behind prison, probably uh, longer than most prisoners have served. But um, so my experience is most definitely working with the, the perpetrators uh, much more than the victims. Uh, the understanding of the way that, that the perpetrators do affect the lives of the victims is, is perfectly clear. But uh, looking at it from both sides, it gives us a nice rounded approach and hopefully can open some doors and insights for a lot of people. Yeah, and our previous sessions have obviously covered love bombing. We've covered what is coercive control. We've covered perpetrator behaviour. Um, I'm trying to think what else have we covered in the previous sessions? Yeah, we talked about gaslighting then, didn't we? But we didn't put it together with the... Yeah, blood. so today we're going to specifically talk about gaslighting the characteristics and what you might see um whether it be a family member a relationship you're in or a friendship uh, we always look at these from uh, multiple angles yeah. so uh, what's yeah, your kind of take on gaslighting well, I was just going to jump in as well. Uh, it's also multiple genders. You know, I know we, uh, there's an awful lot of information out there and there's a lot of things going on about um, domestic violence and domestic abuse. And it, it features the female um, as always the victim, but it's not always the victim. It's, it's across gender. Yes, the majority of females do die within the home environment and the majority of males die outside of the home environment. But it's across the ages, it's across the genders. You know, It's not just a, a modern or a youngster happening. This has happened to a lot of people over many, many decades. It's not, it's not new, but it is getting a lot more focus now. And I think a lot of places now are, are giving this focus because all of a sudden there's funding whereas unlike you know sort of stranger stalking and things like this they're not getting the uh, the support because it's clamped together in other areas because funding reasons but it is one of the things yeah. that you know, needs to be looked at as individual because there are sections that you can see and also it's progression because we started off with the love bombing when you first meet somebody you think oh this is so wonderful they're so into me and they're asking me so many questions but all of a sudden you know they're getting information on you 
whereas the gaslighting is a progression on from there. And I think, you know, it's quite easy to see these steps as uh, from the outside looking in. And when you're in there, it's not so easy to see them. Yeah, so gaslighting is totally genderless and actually you can't identify a particular perpetrator when it comes to gaslighting because it is a set of manipulation tactics, doesn't involve violence, it involves things like confusion tactics, it, invo it involves things like blame shifting, it involves denial and it is really about twisting words, narratives and stories to make the person who's the victim feel confused and unsure of their own mind and their own mindset. What, what's your kind of take on it, Linda? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, it's not a new phrase. It has been around since the 1930s. There was a, a film, this is where it comes from, from Gaslight, where the husband is trying to make the wife believe that she's insane so he can get rid of her and go off with somebody else. So it's not a new term, but it is something that's more recently uh, being brought up in the press and highlighted. And uh, the manipulation, it doesn't matter if it's an intimate partner relationship. It could be a, a work colleague. It could be a boss. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be you know, a friend's um, you know, parent or you know, somebody that you're just in contact with. But if the end game for them is the control and the power, they are looking to get some sort of a reward in that respect that they want to be uh, in control and make you feel as if you're not in control yeah and it does come as we always say with all of these tactics it comes from um, insecurity of the perpetrator as well so if we look at things like denial it's that blatant lying and saying that things never happened or things did happen to change someone's reality you know it you know you must be thinking of someone else um that never happened i didn't see it like that you must be imagining it in a different way or you must you're you're trying to retell the story in a different way to what happened those are the type of phrases that you see but you also get that blame shifting as well where they deflect it and actually put the blame on you oh it's because you're crazy you're drinking too much you're um you're paranoid and particularly when people have affairs, gaslighting really kind of comes to the fall in a relationship where you get the accusations and blame shifting and that doubt where you go, oh, actually, am I wrong? They, are they? I thought they were having an affair. You might even see somebody out in a pub having a drink with another person and know that it's an affair and confront them. And then they turn around and say, no, we're just friends. You're just paranoid. You're jealous. That's kind of what I call low-level gaslighting, uh, where people are trying to hide behind the fact that they might be having an affair. Yeah, because concealment. Yeah, whether it's an affair, whether it's information they don't want you to know or don't want people, uh, other people to know. Concealment is always a big one, and they play play on the vulnerabilities of the other person, and also the the person who's in. The, the victim situation makes excuses you know you 
as you said, you do see these things, but then you make excuses for the person that's actually doing them. You know, you want to see the best of them because when you were in the early stages, they were so lovely and so kind and so gentle. And all of a sudden, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, that person's really like that. They're not like this. They wouldn't do this or they wouldn't treat me like this or, you know, all the excuses for their their behavior other than confronting. Because also a lot of people are very scared of um, uh, confrontation about bringing this subject up and actually sticking to their guns because they, they are willing to accept excuses from the other person on this one. And that person by now already knows that so that's how they can play on it a lot more as well yeah i mean that that uh, withholding information things really key and if i think about workplace bullies people with withhold information that you actually need in order to do your job to make them feel powerful again that's gaslighting oh i never took that from you or i thought i told you about that and that that's kind of a form of gaslighting and it happens in workplace bullying on toxic work cultures all the time very very much so and as we said before you know that it's ageless and genderless it doesn't have have to be you know looking just at certain types of people that it's it's gone on for so long and when a perpetrator is used to being able to manipulate and used to get in their own way uh, they would expect to carry on doing that wherever they are so they might be doing it with an intimate partner but Probably they are doing it in lots of other locations and different types of relationships as well. So this person yeah. is, is clever and they've already honed their skills at being able to do this. Yeah, they're usually quite charming and master manipulators. I know a lot of the people that I support from a domestic abuse perspective talk about, particularly narcissistic abuse, they talk about this concept of word salad, where the individual who is the perpetrator or abuser will use kind of nonsense words and change the narrative and flip it on its head and really go round and round in sort of circles to avoid actually being found out um, either about an affair or something they've done wrong and they use this tactic of word salad which is a gaslighting tool where they just throw nonsense words sentences and stories into the equation so it goes in this cycle when you're trying to have a you might be having a heated debate or an argument with someone and if they've got an extreme narcissistic traits the chances are you can never win an argument so I always say a couple of relationships I've been in I think I'm quite strong and I'm quite well versed in being able to talk about things I could never ever it's not about winning an argument so that's probably the wrong turn of phrase but I could never get ahead in yeah. the conversation because of this technique of word salad where you'd start off on one trail of a story and then another part of the story would get thrown in just to throw you off um and again about confusing you making you feel like you're crazy but then thrown in with it oh you're paranoid i never said that i never did that well the story's gone round in this cycle with all these words thrown in yeah. and and also i mean they are they are um very good liars they they've honed this skill and very often they will go quite parallel to the truth so that if they do get caught out this is one of their safety nets oh you misunderstood that or you didn't hear it properly or you weren't listening you were off with the fairies again you know or 
So there is some true, some viable things there, but then they manipulate other things, the, the, the parts that are important to them to get away with, you know, getting away with That's something. Yeah, that's a really good point to make, because in order for someone to gaslight you, they need to know you particularly well, so they know your flaws, they know the, the bits, the chinks in your armour, mm -hmm. and they're able to get in by using some of the truths about you. So, for example, I'm quite untidy, but that would be used against me, that I'm untidy. Well, that's why uh, some birth certificates went missing. That's why the birth certificates have gone missing, because you're untidy. But that person had hidden the birth certificates in order to confuse me. So there were lots of tactics. I heard a story about someone whose ex-husband was a, a window fitter. And while she was out at work, he used to take out the windows, move stuff around the house. It was her ex-husband, so they didn't live together. Move stuff around the house and put the windows back in the frames. And uh, when she come home, she didn't know whether or not someone had burgled her, whether she was going crazy. Um, so that's kind of the nth degree where actions of gaslighting, where people go to really bizarre lengths to... Um, kind of confuse you and, and make you feel uncomfortable and it's designed to exhaust you make you feel exhausted so you kind of just give in to their manipulation yeah it's, it's, it's interesting that especially when you're looking at, uh, about sleep there's been quite a lot of investigations going on and the people that are in toxic relationships or um, in a relationship where uh, they feel like they're walking on eggshells uh, their sleep pattern is actually different and they, they sleep a lot lighter and they wake a lot easier because they're always sort of half asleep, half awake. So on a long term, this is really, really da damaging health-wise, physically and emotionally, psychologically, because, as you say, they get exhausted and then you are doubting yourself because you're thinking, well, I'm making ordinary silly mistakes because you are exhausted. So, oh, it's probably me that's that's got the wrong end of the stick. Uh, and you're tired. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked 21 before all this started and then <laughs> all of a sudden I've got bags on my bags. It's like, yeah, it's it's the whole, the whole uh, thing is designed to exhaust, to make you powerless. And it's a really um, difficult one to spot because they are such good liars. Um, yeah, I mean, workplace bullies, are, this is a, such a classic thing that happens in the workplace, as, as we've already said. It can also happen amongst families. Um, you know, there's some very toxic families out there that display these behaviours. And the thing about gaslighting is they know exactly what they're doing. It's planned. It's planned because it has to be. It has to be planned by the perpetrator in order to get the result that they want it's it's very very carefully thought out people who gaslight are not stupid individuals they're very intelligent and and also they you know the way they're manipulative because they've got away with it for before and for a long time i mean this starts from an early age it could be you know that they're living in that sort of environment as a child so they learn how to do this. Um, maybe they can't manipulate their parents at that age, but they can siblings or they can, you know, uh, classmates and things like this. So their development it, uh, of these skills is like everything else. As you, uh, as you go through them, you get better at them. Yeah, and these tend to be the mean girl and mean boys at school, you know, the ones that are a bit mean, but they always get away with being mean. 
because when they're at, there's an adult present, they change the narrative or they flip it and they're very skilled at doing that. Um, and the person who's being bullied is just left there thinking, what about me? Doesn't anyone believe what I've got to say? Um, yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately that goes into the bigger sphere as, as adults, that one of the uh, difficulties of reporting this sort of thing is actually getting the proof for it because the evidence is long-term. It's not, a, a, if somebody physically assaults you, you've got a bruise or you've got a mark, you've actually got something. Whereas this type of manipulation and this type of uh, way of treating people uh, is elongated over time and it has um, a drip effect. The, the corrosion and the uh, emotional uh, sort of uh, breakdown takes a long time to actually get there. And then, you know, people see, oh, I think, oh, you're ill or, you know, something that happening to you, but they've not seen all of what's going on behind the, the doors because they're not involved. What you get a lot with gaslighting as well is the person who is on the receiving end of it, so victim, survivor, tends to retaliate when they don't quite know what's going on, they retaliate, so they hit out or they speak out or they shout out or they scream and they get frustrated. But because of the skill of the perpetrator or the abuser, they will flip that narrative to say, look at them, they're crazy. They're yeah. absolutely crazy. Look yeah. at them. Look at how they're behaving. This is what I have to put up with. And it's the bit that's led them to that. And that's why, again, you know, we talked about this before, looking at the full end-to-end -end story. Usually people, as you said, that manipulate in this way have got a long history of it. They do it to other people. Yeah. And and when, when you're meeting somebody, you're finding out if they've actually really got some friends or family is, is a key point because a lot of these people, they move on from different types of relationships, not just intimate partner ones, but even jobs or locations. Yeah, if they've moved a lot and they don't talk much about their history, this should be a red flag before you even get into any sort of um, relationship. Uh, friendship because they get found out eventually they get found out and people don't always speak out because they feel powerless about it based on that word salad and they're not being able to be believed or heard yeah. so people just walk away from these type of people yeah. um we talked about boundaries before but when you're dealing with a gaslighter and you and it's unavoidable say they're a family member or you have to work with them then it's about creating boundaries and saying no not being swayed by their narrative and not being swayed by their confusion tactics sticking to your guns if you know you've done something and something has happened you say actually no that's wrong this is what's right and distance yourself as much as you possibly can from them because if you don't the attack will be constant it is absolutely constant and then people's identities start to erode because they're in such a confused state that they start to use the same words and patterns as the manipulator just to get by just to get in front yeah and and also i mean well, once you start noticing these things, don't doubt yourself. If you've got this feeling, then nine times out of ten, your feeling is right. You know, don't dismiss it. Keep a diary. Write things down. Keep you know, keep details of events and things like this. Because in uh, in the event of things do blow up, these people can be very, very vindictive. So it's a great way of making sure that you've got evidence to prove that uh, X, Y, and Z happened in a certain way. 
and when I'm working with young people, we always say journal everything, journal everything, keep a record of everything that's written down, even if it's just in a little book that's kept under your pillow, just keep a record of it because you do, if they do get found out, you can end up with narcissistic rage where they go crazy and they get vindictive. And when I say get vindictive, I've had recent events, which I'm not going to talk about on, on a public uh, um arena but there have been some recent events where people have turned against me um because i've kept my boundaries and i've stuck up so they've tried to discredit my organization they've tried to discredit my friendship groups and discredit me as an individual but because my boundaries are so strong they've tried to over override that and i am not having it um and i would just say you've got to keep strong and keep your allies around you that's a good point because uh, we're wrapping up uh, today for this year and we will be back with you because I know uh, we have the festive seasons and people have all sorts of uh, different things going on. So we will be back with you uh, from the 5th of January and uh, hopefully you will be uh, joining us and sending us questions and uh, things. So Lise, what's happening for you in the next couple of weeks? Oh, it's actually going quiet after I uh, reason I've got to go is I'm hopping off because I'm going to school to do some talks. Um, so after today, I am wrapping up until the 7th of Jan, where we are going to be doing a research and development day on our drink spiking and date rape um, program. So next year is a bright year for everybody. So thank you for joining yeah. us. Lisa, you have the last words. Okay, if you want to contact us, it's info at soundproofbox.org. And for me, it's just um, linda at lindasage.com. Nice and easy. Thank you and have a good weekend, everybody. See ya. Bye from me. Thank you for listening to True Crime People and Places. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, please let us know. See you next time.